Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Saturday, October 14th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. Today we are going to be talking about Cyborg. We have already done one preview for Batman for we're doing going character by character, previewing what we want to see from them, what we expect to see from them in Justice League. And now we were talking about Cyborg. Yeah. Uh, so we did we did a character one on one a while back on Cyborg. Zach did a really solid job on that. So there's a link to that in the show notes if you want more history on the character and comics and other stuff. But we're going to be talking specifically about Justice League. Um, yeah. So it's, we got Ray Fisher. We saw him briefly in Batman v Superman, very briefly. Uh, at least part of him we saw, and we um, now get to see. This is his first real movie. You know, he's done some theater and stuff like that, but this is obviously going to be his biggest role. Uh, I'm pretty excited to see what he can bring to it. Yeah, me too. I think out of all the characters, he's probably the biggest wild card. I think um, I just I really don't know exactly what we're getting from him. I'm super excited, obviously, and I've liked everything that we've seen so far. But I'd say out of all the characters, he is maybe has the the biggest upside potential, but maybe also possibly the biggest downside potential. And I'm I'm staying hopeful that it's going to be a big upside because everything so far seems cool. Yeah, and he's largely a wild card because we've seen we I'm I'm guessing you know I didn't I didn't get uh, stopwatch out or anything, but I'm guessing we've seen much less footage of him than pretty much any other characters. I think that's partly because to the general audience cyborg is probably the least least well known uh in terms of getting people to the movie theaters and i think it's also partly because uh his costume is full cgi so they only have so much you know the closer we get you know there's only so much footage available for trailer one and so much available for trailer two and so that's why we've seen less of him but yeah, I'm I'm kind of curious how they approach him. You know, there was talk. Uh, Joe Morton kind of talked. Maybe some things changed with Cyborg's character for the additional photography because uh, he he really has a tragic backstory. You know, yeah. Uh, and I'm curious if they're going to have him really struggling with that. I'm sure they will to an extent. I don't know, or if, but I don't know if he'll get to sort of the more lighthearted Teen Titans. You know what? what people know from cartoons and everything. If they, if we get more towards that cyborg or if that's something for later on down the line. Yeah. And I think they, they have talked about how he's going to be struggling with his humanity. And again, like you said, I'm not sure how much they're going to touch on that and how much emphasis they're going to give that. And like you said, the tragic backstory and everything. Um, But yeah, I think he's going to bring some humor, but it's definitely going to be the dry, like kind of straight man humor that, batman is also kind of bringing but this time you know obviously kind of robotic like everything's super logical for him and so probably humor just doesn't make sense to him maybe because he's thinking really logically so i'm i'm interested to see that especially like with flash with ezra miller's flash i think they're gonna have a lot of fun moments together because in some ways they're kind of opposites personality wise um, in my head at least yeah we've heard a lot of good things about their chemistry but we haven't really seen any footage of them together we've seen the actors together and in and promotional videos and stuff like that more than the characters so i wonder how how that's going to work um yeah i have no problem with cyborg being a fun character um but i don't want them to just brush over his his backstory now maybe he maybe his accident happened a couple years ago in the timeline of the justice league 
So he's sort of come to grips with that already. I hope not, just because I think that sort of initial struggle with humanity is one of the more interesting parts about the character. And that's a real struggle for him. So I am curious where, you know, where will Cyborg be when Justice League picks up? Exactly. Uh, We know as of, you know, the Batman Superman fight, he had already had an accident and already been saved by a mother box because of that footage there. Um, so I'm wondering how close it is to that, that, that we pick things up. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, but we, I think we've, I'm maybe losing some details, but I think maybe Wonder Woman, somebody says something about Cyborg, uh, the Justice League doesn't need him. He needs them. So he's like the one character that needs the Justice League to kind of become the hero, I guess. And so I, I'm assuming that that's going to be part of his arc. Like you said, trying to figure out what it means to still be a human when you're mostly not human anymore and obviously i think superman is kind of this beacon for humanity even though he's not a human and i think he'll have a lot to uh, of influence and be able to teach cyborg you know this is this is what humanity what makes humanity good this is even if you're not really human anymore you can still be a good person still be a good human yeah and i think i think that quote you're referring to is from the instagram trailer where it looks like wonder woman is recruiting cyborg yeah uh, the you know and I, th- and I looked at it as you know completely out of context uh, i looked at it as she's saying you know he he looks like he's struggling with stuff not sure where to turn and she says well maybe you need us maybe you need a place to fit in you know a place yeah. to belong um with you know with other enhanced uh whatever you want to call them uh, i'm sure he doesn't feel enhanced at the time yeah. But that's what he is. And so, you know, he's got a place to belong. You know, he's missing something. Um, I think that's what I think that is. And, and that's it's that humanity that you get from Cyborg, too. Yeah. And so do you think this is going to be uh, we keep circling around this, but like, do you think he's going to be really comfortable in his powers and really like capable with his powers? Or do you think he's going to be kind of figuring things out as he goes along? Like, does he know how to perfectly interface with all the technology and how to use his weapons and everything to their full potential? Or is he figuring that out in this movie? Yeah, again, I don't know. I'm curious with Aquaman, Flash and Cyborg with all of them. I'm curious how much they know, how experienced they are. Maybe they've done some, you know, the equivalent of some street level crime they've helped in there, but they're still kind of rookies and have never dealt with anything major. I don't know. Uh, cause cyborg in particular, it's not, you know, flash can learn to run real fast and do things with that. And Aquaman can do his stuff, but cyborg can do so much, but it's really tricky to figure out how to do it. You know, his, his tech and everything like that. So I'm, I'm, I'm wondering how that'll fit in. Yeah. So, and I don't know if we're, I wonder if we're going to get, I'm sure it'll be involved somewhat in the, the story with the mother boxes and how he got that and everything. Um, if that's the mother box that at a candy once went after, yeah. or not um i'm curious to see that yeah i i think we probably won't get too much in the movie maybe just even a mention or we won't maybe we won't even get the exact details and that's just kind of one of the fun things of the film um, i'm not i'm not expecting them to spend a lot of time explaining that yeah i think we'll get a little bit of backstory on the mother boxes in general and maybe where each of them are uh but so if you're a fan of cyborg at all you know one of his big relationships is the father-son relationships relationship that defines him with his father, Dr. Tyler Stone, as played by Joe Morton. And so that's, whatever that dynamic is, I'm excited to see that because I know that's that's where a lot of the emotional stuff comes from in the past uh, with the character. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, everything that, all the interviews that Joe Morton has done kind of explaining 
his role and his relationship to Cyborg has just got me really interested, like you said, in that relationship between them. And, you know, he feels kind of guilty and obviously his wife is dead and his son is almost dead and he has to save him with this probably kind of illegal technology. Um, yeah, I'm interested to see and especially maybe setting up for a bigger role in like a future Cyborg solo film. Yeah, and he's got a bit of a mad scientist vibe to him, uh, yeah. or at least a determined scientist who um, maybe a little bit neglect- neglectful in the family life. But then, when the time comes to save his son, he'll he'll do anything. Um, and Joe Morton's just great in pretty much everything I've seen him in. So uh, whatever, I'm sure that'll that'll be pretty strong. Yeah, and in uh, some of the clips in the trailers, we've seen him pre cyborg body playing football because obviously he was a he was a football star before um you know the injury and so i'm wondering do you think that is literally all there is in the film that we have seen already or how much of him pre-accident we're gonna see yeah i I don't know i i'm i'm guessing obviously we're gonna get at least a reference to his football days i wonder if we're going to see what the what actual accident he went through yeah uh that caused him you know if it was it could be you could theoretically tie it into what happened at the end of man of steel. You could tie it into something with Batman v Superman, or you could make it a whole nother accident entirely where he, uh, you know, got, got smashed up pretty good. Yeah. I'm also really curious to see how, because, because cyborg is sort of such a tech based character. They can, a lot of his time is spent doing technical stuff uh Mm -hmm. whatever it is you know hacking into something or controlling something or this or that uh i mean from the trailers my i've sort of my concerns have been eased i was kind of worried he might not get in on the action so much he would be more doing tech stuff and not get to actually physically get in the action but we've already seen him doing quite a bit of cool stuff already so i'm i'm sure we'll get a lot of that yeah, and that, again, goes with just, you know, kind of how labor-intensive the CGI is on him. Of course, it, it took us to the last trailer to see the most of him in action, and that makes sense. And to have a little more time to polish up the final effects, and I'm sure it's going to look good in the film. Yeah, and we've talked about this before, but the closer we get to the film, the better the effects look. And right. I, I'm really starting to really like it now more and more. Yeah, um, I'm also curious how he's going to handle his technology, uh, like you said, with what he knows how to do i'm curious what they have him do with that if he is he going to be able to do boom tubes is that going to tie directly into the apocalypse tech and everything like that um is he going to have a connection you know know about the parademons and know more about that just because he's coming from other box technology i think that's definitely possible yeah the way i see it playing out in my mind is he doesn't really know anything but then, you know, finds out because he was built with this mother box technology that he can like interface with them in a way that nothing else can and then find out all this information and maybe figure out about boom tubes and apocalypse and everything like that from interfacing with them somehow. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm also I wonder how much time we're going to spend, you know, at Star Labs, if that's going to be. Yeah. Um, You know, that's usually where he gets where the surgery, the experiment <laughs> happens to. Uh, save him so i wonder how much time we're going to spend there if we're going to get to meet you know sarah charles or any of the other staff i'm assuming dr dr stone works there but i don't know if we're going to get anything else or if it has connections to that uh if you know the flash tv show you know star labs is really big there but um cyborg has maybe the 
biggest connection usually in the comics, although Flash does too. So I wonder mm-hmm. if there will be any connection there and any other uh, scientists or anything like that that could play a role in the film. Yeah. Yeah. The danger of kind of talking about these doing these one by one characters is now you're getting me all excited about like tons and tons of footage and scenes and, you know, Star Labs and around this one character. I'm like, oh, yeah, there is a bunch of other characters in this movie, too. And they need their <laughs> right. screen time as well. Yeah, so. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And, and again, I don't think we're going to spend a ton of time on any one of these things. But I think they're definitely with each of these characters there. Maybe you get some references to some things, part of the world established. And then maybe you can return to that in a longer form in solo films or something like that. But there's a lot of cool stuff with Cyborg. So I hope we, we get to experience some of that. Yeah. All right. Well, that is all we have for today. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening, and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and DCDailyDrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.